Dallas Extra Time podcast. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, I know I did. I actually got to watch some some matches. Um, but I've been looking forward to this week for a while. Um, if you guys know, I'm back in the U.S. Um, but my wife is actually coming to visit me because I'm here by myself right now. So she's coming to visit me. Um, this coming weekend, so I'm pretty excited. Probably will not be watching any football next weekend, but you know, there'll still more than likely be a show next week. I might be a day late, but just want to give you guys a little bit of a warning. Um, I hope all you guys had a great weekend. Hope you guys got to catch some games. Um, for the second time this month, I had to take the podcast on the road. I'm currently on the East Coast, I'm in Maryland right now. Um, you know, I'm out here for work. Uh, yeah. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, I think this might be the first time since I've been watching football that uh, there's been some type of like health event that's, that's prevented games from happening um, within Europe. So this past weekend, uh, Serie A had to cancel four matches uh, because of the coronavirus. Now, I'm sure unless you've been living under a rock, everybody knows um, about the coronavirus and you know, how it originated in China, and, uh, you know, a lot of people have gotten sick, a lot of people have died, um, and, you know, governments and, um, you know, different health organizations are trying to, you know, keep this thing contained, um, but, you know, now it's, it's beginning to affect um, football, so um, the four matches in Syria that got postponed was uh, Torino versus Parma, uh, Hellas Verona versus Caligari, Atalanta versus Sassuolo and Inter Milan versus Sampdoria. So um, I haven't looked at the news um, yet today, but you know, obviously we have Champions League going on tomorrow, and uh, I mean, both Napoli and Juventus are both playing in the Champions League this week, and Napoli is actually hosting a match. So I don't know what. Uh, UEFA has done. Maybe they'll have to, you know, hold games behind closed doors, or you know, potentially even move um, move locations. Um, who knows? I mean, and you know, aside from Napoli and Juventus, you also have Roma and Inter Milan playing in the Europa League on Wednesday, and Inter Milan is supposed to be hosting Ludogorets. Um, the game will be played in Milan, but um, you know, what are they going to do? I mean. UEFA is going to have to make a decision um, soon because I don't know. Like, I, 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 besides you know playing these games behind closed doors and even even doing that, I mean, is that really gonna um, is that really gonna you know have the the desired result that they want? Because you know, what if one of the players is already sick or carrying this or whatever, and Ludogorets who they're playing, who uh, Inter Milan is playing, they're from Bulgaria, and then. I mean, you know, it's the UEFA Champions League, so it's not like it's just this, it's just Serie A. You know, these teams are all playing um, teams from other countries. So, like Napoli is, they're going to be hosting Barcelona. You know, I mean, and then Real Madrid is going to be playing against Man City. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess anything, anything is possible, but uh, I, unless they move it to a neutral site, which I don't think they're going to do. You know. I mean, well, they're already going to shut out the fans if they have to host them behind closed doors. But, um, yeah, I haven't seen what, what UEFA's plan is yet for this. Um, 
you know, this thing is, it seems like it's only getting worse. And Syria and Italy, that's the first leagues that have been affected by this where to where, you know, games have been canceled. Um, but, you know, there's a possibility this thing could spread. I mean, um, this may just be the beginning. And, you know, Premier League, all of Europe. And, you know, I mean, there's obviously cases here in the U.S. There's cases, like, all throughout the world. But Italy, I guess, has been... Uh, has the largest, um, I guess, outbreak, if you want to call it, outside of China that has occurred so far. So I, I don't know. I don't know what, what's going to happen with this. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize it, but, like, I think in the U.S. alone, like 100,000 people or something, or maybe worldwide, die of, you know, just the common flu um, every year. Um, so... You know, we've had other incidences like this with like SARS and H1N1 and, you know, bird flu and all this other stuff. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens. I, you know, this coronavirus hasn't hit flu type uh, death levels yet. But, you know, I mean, it could it could be the beginning. Um, we'll see what they do. But, you know, we got the Euros and we got the Copa America coming up this year. You know, there's players from Italy that are going to be playing in both of those competitions, obviously. Um, I don't know. You know, Copa's down in South America. So, who? I don't know. Who knows? But, you know, UEFA, Common Bowl, and FIFA, you know, what are they going to do to protect fans? You know, hopefully it doesn't get to the point where they're talking about, like, canceling uh, competitions. Um, you know, but this could potentially cause like serious disruptions, if not cancellations in the schedule. Hopefully it doesn't get to that point um, because you're going to have a lot of upset fans. But if it does get to the point where they're canceling competitions, I think we're going to have, you know, worse things to worry about than, than football. Um, you know, like I said, hopefully it does not get to that. Hopefully this thing is contained soon. Um, but you know, who knows? Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. And, uh, you know, there's still going to be, you know, Premier League is still playing games. Um, or I should say England, they're still playing games. I don't see any, you know, disruptions going on this coming weekend. But who knows? Uh, we'll see what happens. Like I said, after the podcast, after I'm done recording, I'll, you know, read up on everything and see, you know, what's what's going on, what people are saying and what leagues are planning on doing, you know, the federations. Um, but hopefully... You know, it, it does not come to that where, you know, there's a bunch of cancellations or, you know, further further delays. But like I said, already four matches in Syria, that's that's pretty significant. All right, let's talk Champions League. Um, first match to start off with is uh, Borussia Dortmund 2 Paris Saint-Germain won, and I don't think that anyone can say anything new about Erling Haaland. I mean, this kid, he's like lighting up the Bundesliga, Champions League, everything by himself. I mean, he is making Borussia Dortmund look like geniuses. You know, he was already killing it in, in Austria, and he's come to the Bundesliga, and he lit it up, and now he's continuing to do his thing in the Champions League. He's just wearing new colors now. Um, you know, granted, Borussia Dortmund was playing at home, um, but, you know, they still beat one of the teams that, you know, are favorites to uh, to win the Champions League this year. So um, 
he scored both goals for Borussia Dortmund in the 69th and 77th minute. Um, you know, Neymar was able to score about five minutes after he scored, but then he scored two minutes after after Neymar did to, to basically seal the win. Um, you know, I I don't remember what my prediction was for this match from last week, but uh, I mean. I don't even know. What can you say? This kid's like single-handedly winning games. He's like, he scored in the Premier, or no, excuse me, not the Premier League, the Bundesliga. He scored for two clubs in the Champions League, and he scored in the Deutsche Pokal. Like, I mean, he's he's lighting it up. I mean, 19 years old. I think he's the youngest player to ever score in like all three of those competitions um, in, in a single season. I mean, what can, what else can you say about him? The kid is—he's just ridiculous. People are already like <laughs> comparing him to to Ronaldo, or saying that him and Mbappe are going to be the future, like the the Ronaldo Messi type uh, comparison. Um, but that kid is—he's—he's he's doing his thing. I mean, and like I said, Borussia Dortmund—they look like geniuses for picking him up. They got him for thirty million euros. That's like a steal. You know, I mean, if he continues to put up the numbers that you know that he's been putting up. And, you know, somehow he can get uh, Borussia Dortmund into the, um, you know, into the Bundesliga championship uh, conversation. I mean, that, that would be amazing. You know, he's only he's only played one game for Borussia Dortmund since, you know, the transfer that he has not scored. I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous, you know. And, uh, you know, right now, single-handedly, you know, based on goals scored at least, he's got PSG. Uh, up against the ropes, and uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they still have to go to Paris uh, to close it out, but uh, you know, they're not not looking too bad. All right. Now, uh, next match we had Atletico Madrid one, Liverpool zero, and I was I was shocked when I saw this. I definitely thought that uh, Liverpool was going to win this. This is only their third competitive loss of the 2019-2020 season. Um, granted, you know, they're only down by one goal. And we remember what happened last year. They were down. They had a three-goal deficit against Barcelona. They took it back to Anfield. Long story short, they ended up winning the Champions League. So, um, you know, you can never count them out. Plus, it's only it's only one goal. Um, you know, I mean, they just they just won a game today, that 3-2, that uh, I think it was West Ham they played, that West Ham basically gifted them that game. So I definitely don't see an issue with uh, with them playing um, Athletic at home. And like I mentioned, only the third loss, competitive loss this season. They lost to, let's see, um, 2-0 against uh, Napoli match day one of the Champions League. They lost uh, 5-0 to uh, Ashton Villa in the quarterfinal of the League Cup. But that was basically like the kids out there playing. Um, you know, so that one doesn't even really count because it wasn't it wasn't their first team, and then they have this one against uh, Athletic that they just lost. But I don't know if they're going to run the table in the Premier League, but uh, they've already won the title. You know, they come back and score two goals against Athletic at Anfield, and um, you know they're right back in it. So uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how that game goes. All right, next up we had uh, Atalanta 4, Valencia 1. I think I predicted that this game was going to be like a 2-2 draw or something like that, but uh, Atalanta came out and completely, you know, they did their thing. Um, 
I guess at this point you can't even say that it's surprising. Um, but, you know, this was the one match that everybody said was going to be like the weakest or, you know, nobody predicted this when the draw was happening. Um, but, you know, what can you say? I mean, Atalanta has a, has a three-goal uh, advantage going into the second leg, and I, I fully expect them to, uh, to advance, which is crazy that they'll be in the final eight of the, uh, of the Champions League. That, that's insane. And this is their first season ever in the Champions League. Um, and lastly, we got Tottenham 0, RB Leipzig 1, and Timo Werner, um, who I fully expect to be at a different club next season, um, scored off a penalty um, within the first hour of the match. Um, I definitely thought that Tottenham would play a little bit better at home, but, uh, you know, I don't know. They're, uh, I don't know, I guess Jose just didn't have the answers. But, you know, they got to go to Leipzig and play in the second leg. Anything can happen. Um but uh, I don't know. I, I still can't say that I'm expecting Leipzig to, to close it out. Uh, you know, Jose Mourinho, he is, you know, he's a, he's a good coach. And not to take anything away from Nagelsmann, but uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I mean, I am an Arsenal fan, so I, I still expect, like, Tottenham somehow to squeak something through. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they, they probably will. Um, all right, moving on to the matches. Um coming up tomorrow and on Wednesday in the Champions League. As I mentioned earlier, we got Napoli hosting Barcelona. Um, still don't know what UEFA is going to do in this match. You know, hopefully they move it to a neutral location. But, you know, I mean, Italy is in the European Union, so those borders are open. You know, I mean, somebody could have the coronavirus and, you know, they could already have moved all over the continent. So we don't know. So maybe moving it to a neutral location isn't even a viable option. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they'll play it behind closed doors, which I still don't think is going to help because you're still going to have, like, like stadium people that are, you know, grounds crew members or whatever that are still going to be there. Yeah, you're, you're keeping the fans away, um, you know, large amounts, obviously, of fans because that game will clearly be sold out. But uh, I don't know if that's, if that's necessarily going to help. But uh, let's see. Barcelona is 2-0 against Napoli all time, which is surprising to me. that They've never played each other. They haven't played each other more times than that. They've only met twice. Ever, uh, but I fully expect Barcelona to win this game. Um, but you never know because Napoli, they have been known to surprise us in the past. So um, let's see. Next up, we got Chelsea versus Bayern. Um, and this reminds me, I think it was the 2012 Champions League final um, where Didier Drogba basically single handedly won it for Chelsea. Um, but, you know, this match. This matchup, I should say, they've only met five times ever. Um, and let's see, I think Chelsea is one has one win, two draws, and two losses against Bayern. Um, I expect Bayern to uh, to win this match. Um, you know, even though they are playing at Stamford Bridge, um, I just think Bayern is the the stronger team. But you never know. Like I, said, <laughs> I know I say this about every match, but Chelsea has been known to step up. Um, I just, I don't know. I think Bayern is just a little too strong for them. Um, all right, let's see. We got uh, Real Madrid uh, versus Man City, uh, the first game on Wednesday. I think I messed up earlier where I mentioned, I was talking about the coronavirus and mentioned Real Madrid hosting Man City. Um, but, 
you know, this is the, the match that I think everybody's been been looking forward to um, from since the draw day. Uh, you know, this and the Borussia Dortmund PSG. But, uh, you know, this is Zidane versus Pep. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, if I can, I don't know if I'll be able to, but if I can, I'll, I'm going to watch this. I'm on the West, or excuse me, I'm on the East Coast. I will be working. Maybe I'll just catch the alerts as they come in. Um, but it's, I'm predicting it to be a good match. I can't say who's going to win this. Um, I'm leaning more towards Man City because I think that they're going to be a little bit more hungrier. Um, they're going to be, you know, trying to win this, you know, especially with everything that, that came out with the financial fair play thing last week. Um, you know, they may not be in the Champions League for the next two seasons, so why not, you know, put all your eggs into that basket and try to win it while you can, even though winning it is not going to, you know, put you back in it next year necessarily. You know, they still have to go through the quarter of arbitration for sport, um, but as of right now, they're not playing in the Champions League next year, so you might as well just go for broke. Um, but it should still be a good match. Pep's been in the media talking about, uh, you know, Real Madrid is the, the team to fear. Um, yeah, it, it should be should be an interesting match. Um, these teams have only met five times in the past as well. Um, Man City has a record of one win, two draws, and two losses. Um, so we will see. And last but not least, we got... Uh, Lyon versus Juventus. Um, I fully expect Juventus to win this. Um, you know, fellow American Timo Werner will be uh, not Timo Werner. What am I talking about? What, what am I talking about? Timothy Weah. <laughs> he will be um, playing this game. You know, he missed uh, a large uh, portion of the season uh, because of injury. Um, but I still think that uh, Juventus is too strong of a side. I, I just don't see uh, Lyon being able to, to, to win this or even challenge for this. Um, this will be the fifth time that these teams are meeting. Um, Lyon has never beaten uh, Juventus. Um, they have drawn them once, and they've lost to them three times. And I don't see them winning this one either. Um, at the beginning of the season, I picked Juventus to win the Champions League. And... I think they're still um, they're still on pace to do that, in my opinion. And uh, yeah, so those are the matches that we got for Champions League for um, round of 16. We got Napoli, Barcelona, Chelsea, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Man City, and Lyon and Juventus. So I just uh, saw some news about uh, coming out of um, Italy. Um, and uh, let's see, on so on Sunday, March 1st, Juventus is hosting Inter Milan. And it looks like that game is going to be played behind closed doors. Um, and there's four other matches that are going to be played behind closed doors. we got Udinese hosting Fiorentina, AC Milan hosting Genoa, Parma hosting Spal and Sassuolo hosting Prescia. So it does look like they uh, they are going to do that and they're going to hold the games behind closed doors, um, which I think is absolutely a good idea. Um, I don't know. I mean, okay, so also it looks like this Inter Milan-Ludogretz match um, in the Europa League 
is also on Thursday, scheduled for this Thursday, is also going to be uh, played behind closed doors. Um, yeah, I guess Ludogretz is asking for assurances that they can, you know, have a safe match and safe travels um, from like the health authorities in Italy. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this is I think this is just the beginning until they can, you know, figure out what exactly what they're gonna do. Um, and this is it's pretty bad. Uh, this is terrible, but. You know, I guess the the show must go on, but uh, they're trying to figure out you know viable ways to not only keep the players safe, but also keep the fans safe, obviously, because I think that's the most important. Because you know, not all fans have access to like top shelf medical, uh, like the players do. Um, but that looks like that that's what they're going to be doing, playing matches behind closed doors. We'll see if other leagues follow suit. Um, you know, I haven't heard anything yet about other leagues. Um, doing that, but who knows? You know, hopefully this doesn't lead to like you know, Ludogorets going back to Bulgaria and him to play games behind closed doors. But you never know; anything is possible. So, all right. And last thing on my list uh, for this week, uh, I got to talk about VFB Stuttgart. So, uh, this past weekend they hosted Regensburg. And Stuttgart won this match 2-0. Uh, Daniel Didavi uh, scored in the 58th minute. And then one minute later, Castro scored to put the game away. Um, Stuttgart has 13 points in their last five matches. That's four wins and one draw for everybody playing at home. Um, next week, they will be playing at Firth. Firth currently is in sixth place. Um, but right now, Stuttgart is in an automatic promotion spot. They're currently holding on to second, and they are three points behind uh, Armenia Bielefeld. So hopefully, you know, their form has been pretty good. I mean, winning four out of five um, is not bad. They haven't lost. They had a draw for that, that other match. Um, you know, hopefully they can hold on, stay in that position until, uh, until the end of the season, and I would be happy. I would be extremely happy <laughs> if they could... They could maintain that, get that automatic promotion, because um, you know I need my team to be back in the Bundesliga. So, um, you know, second Bundesliga right now we got Hamburg that's in third place with 41 points, and then Heidenheim's in fourth. Or excuse me, Hamburg has 41 points. Heidenheim's in fourth with 38 points. Um, like I said, hopefully Stuttgart can can hold on to that and you know manage to get back into the Bundesliga where they belong. Um, and hopefully they don't, if they can, you know, get back to the Bundesliga, they can stay there and not have to do this. Because, you know, Stuttgart essentially has become a yo-yo team. They go up, they go down, they go up, they go down. And uh, I'm, I'm tired of watching second Bundesliga matches, you know. Um, they It seems like they don't even sell out the stadium anymore because, you know, nobody really wants to see second Bundesliga games. Not Not in Stuttgart, at least. Maybe some of these other teams or other, you know, other teams that are vying to get back to the second Bundesliga or to stay up in the second Bundesliga or whatever. But in Stuttgart, at second Bundesliga is not the place to be. You know, it's crazy because like two seasons ago, they were one Bayern Munich win in the Deutsche Pokal away from playing in the Europa League. But tragically, Bayern 
lost to, to Eintracht Frankfurt, and that prevented Stuttgart from playing in the in the Europa League a couple of seasons ago. Um, yeah, nothing really else to say about that. Hopefully, hopefully they'll get back up. So, um, yeah, I want to uh, end it on that note. Again, I'm on the road, so this show's a little bit shorter than normal. Um, yeah, but thank you guys for listening. I hope everybody has a great week. Hopefully, you guys get to check out some uh, some games. And like I said, my wife is coming in this weekend. We got a lot of stuff going on. And actually, you know what? I'm gonna say it now. Next Tuesday is um, is when I'm gonna put out the next episode because my wife is coming in, and we have tickets to the Spurs game on Monday. So I probably will not be able to record the show next next Monday. So next Tuesday, the show will definitely be be uh, released. Uh, but I thank you guys for listening. Enjoy your week, and I will talk to you guys next week. All right, have a good one.